0: Everybody, this is Talk Like a Lady, a podcast where we find out all about our favorite ladies. I'm Carly Morton. And I'm Jessica Fontana. And today we're talking to Lauren Boleen. Welcome. And hi. <laughs> hey. And um I I started following her on Instagram, and she's a dietitian, but a nice dietitian where she's not gonna tell you a bunch of bullshit. And so now I'm really excited to talk about it. Can we call you a non dietitian?
1: <laughs> like actually,
2: a- yeah, a non diet oh, yeah. dietitian. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Anti diet.
1: That is that is my language there. Yes, we like it. Me too. A lot. Yes. Me too. Um what are we drinking tonight, Lauren?
2: So we are having whiskey mules, which Carly, what did you say you call them?
0: A horse feather.
2: Horse feathers. But what did you
0: say they were called?
2: Oh, cock and bull. Yeah. Because I worked at a bar. (laughs) Yeah. I worked at a bar where we serve them with. Cock and bull, ginger beer, mm-hmm. and bullet bourbon. Oh. So that was the name for it.
0: Nice. Well, nice. and yeah. that's the best ginger beer anyway, so I guess it's fine. It
2: really is. It's I delicious. actually went to more than one store to find it because we don't have it everywhere where I live. So. Oh, my gosh. Huh.
1: That's a- you're dedicated.
2: <laughs> yeah, I dedicated.
0: almost said you're
1: a dedicated cock and bowler, but that sounded real weird. <laughs> so, it's not <laughs> <real> weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is your badass lady today?
2: Okay, my badass lady, of course there was like so many I wanted to choose, but I went I decided to go with Alexandria Casio Cortez. Yes. yes. Like I mentioned, I'm super Uh, into politics especially this year but honestly always have been growing up my family's really into it so um yeah I chose her just because I've always kind of had an interest in leadership and so it's just really cool to see someone younger going out there and just being herself and standing up for all the right things without any fear and I just admire that so much
1: non-apologetic
2: Yes. 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 And she's, she's so, so good smart on about it
1: too. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. She's so smart.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she is. She's so smart and it's cool seeing her, you know, even when I watch some of like the committee hearings in uh, the House, right. the way she just so eloquent with her arguments and just shuts shit down. Yeah. When and it's and you know she's
1: smart because she really pisses those fuckers oh. off. <laughs> yeah. Makes them so mad.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Just, so uh, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, same. yeah, honestly, since she kind of came on the scene, it's been really inspiring for me and then I see people like uh Jim Jordan from Ohio who are just idiots Trash. out there like being representatives in the government, and I'm like, there's no reason I can't do it too, so yeah, she's just <laughs> right. super inspirational,
0: yeah, agreed. I agree so much i. Mm. I love her. <laughs> I know. I love her too. Whenever there's
1: a new video, I'm just like, I'm just, like a kid watching cartoons. I know.
0: Just any, <gasps> anytime she talks and if she's talking shit on someone that said something stupid, I will just watch it 85 times. But
1: she does it in a way that. Same. She does it better than I would ever do it. Oh,
0: yeah. Because she's does it in a way
1: where it's like. Classy, yeah. and like,
0: <laughs> I'd just be like, "Fuck you, asshole!" Yeah, and <laughs> that's it. I'm mad.
1: Cause see, I get so I get so passionate and angry about it that like my brain turns off, and it's only till afterward that I'm like, "Oh, I could have said this, and I should have said this," but she's just like on it. I know of her.
2: Yeah, it's it's honestly amazing. I'm like, if I could be like one person, absolutely, I'd I'd love to be her. <laughs>
1: Well, if you can't tell, we agree with your choice. We like your choice.
2: <laughs> I figured I'd be, I'd, I'd be a good choice for this podcast. <laughs> Correct.
1: What, uh, what's your organization?
2: The organization that I chose is one um, I've been really passionate about for a while. It's Races Texas. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but Mm-mm. it's um, Refugee and Immigrant Center for Education and Legal Services. I love you. So, <laughs> they do. Um, I mean, especially with the news that's come out recently, I really wanted to highlight them. Um, you know, they're pretty truly horrifying things happening at the border. And so this organization provides, um, pro bono legal services, like representation for people who may have to go to ice check-ins or court dates by themselves otherwise. um, and then also they pro- provide like tons of social services for immigrants and refugees as well. So it's a really great organization that just defends the human rights of immigrants and refugees in this country.
0: That's a good choice. It is.
1: I wish it wasn't yeah. so needed.
2: Yeah. I yeah.
0: haven't heard of it, but I will be happy to put it all Do over the Do you
1: happen to know stuff. the website?
2: Uh. Yeah, it's racesTexas.org. So R A I C E S, T E X A S spelled out. dot org. Awesome, thank you.
0: Excellent. Okay, so earlier before we started recording, um, you we you said that you went to K State. And we were just talking about going to school. And um, so just tell us a little bit about growing up, where you grew up. Um, I'm assuming it's somewhere around here, but I'm probably wrong. Yes, I'm right. <laughs>
2: yes. I am originally from Kansas. Uh-huh. I grew up um, born in Topeka. Then I lived in Aldorado, Kansas for a couple uh-huh. years. And then... Moved to Derby, Kansas for most of my childhood and high school and everything. That's
1: like super western Kansas,
0: right?
2: Yeah. Okay. It's a suburb of Wichita on the south side of Wichita. Oh, so. oh. I was
0: thinking that was. Yeah, I thought it was like.
2: Oh, oh I'm thinking Kansas. of, you
1: know what? I, I'm thinking of Colby. I think Colby, Colby is like way west. Or I'm yeah, also no. wrong about that.
0: It's I just, know. I just know it's on the way to Colorado. <laughs> Colby <laughs> Not is.
2: from Kansas City. Oh, Colby is. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> not Derby. I was
2: like, no, Derby is no no. <laughs> no, 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 um, Yeah, Derby is, when you said West, I thought South. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It's south. <laughs> uh-huh, sure. Um, yeah, so it's, it's South Kansas, South of Wichita. Um, and yeah, I, I guess pretty straightforward middle class growing up and um, – Really lucky to have a super supportive family. So I really didn't want for much growing up. <laughs> well, and um
1: did you have siblings? Yeah. Or do you oh, have yeah, siblings? Yeah. Yeah. I
2: do have siblings, yeah. Um so I have a brother who's four years younger than me and he his name's Hayden. He is currently getting his PhD in chemical engineering at the Ooh, University you have of Wisconsin. A smart
1: brother. Dang. <laughs> Wisconsin. Super smart Wisconsin. and
2: cool. Yeah. Isn't he's that in one Madison of the, now? Isn't that
1: one of the party schools of America?
0: There, probably is. They're all party schools if you try hard <laughs> enough. That's fair.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely more dedicated to his studies though, so <laughs> He makes up for me.
0: (laughs) You were like, "Uh, I'm in college. Yeah. That's Um, how I was.
2: And then I also have a sister who is 15 years younger than me. Her name's Ella. She is in seventh grade right now. And so they're they're all still in Derby, but she's... She baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Surprise, baby. (laughs) Surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Um but just like, you know, the best surprise ever. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and so she was born, like I said when I was 15, so going into high school we had a baby in the family Oof, and yikes. Hayden had just got done with elementary school when Ella was born, so my poor parents. <laughs> <know>. They're like, <laughs> but, you know,
0: let's spread them out really far
2: <laughs> so yeah. it takes
0: forever to take care of our children.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's good but if you like don't I want said, an she's emptiness. been. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she's been just you know, of course, the best thing ever to happen to us. So Aww, that's cute. Yeah, um, and then honestly, I don't, I don't have anything too exciting from high school to talk about.
0: How big is Derby, Kansas? Like
2: the city,
0: like um,
2: probably around twenty-five thousand. But it's, it's like a suburb of Wichita yeah. close enough that the towns are,
0: they're right, all just melding together. Right. Just like Kansas City. Everyone's yeah, like, oh, exactly. it's Overland Park. Like, it's all the same thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and then I, the high school, when I was going to high school, there was the largest high school in Kansas. Oh. At the time.
1: Holy really?
2: shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know if that's changed since then, but. um, hmm. Yeah, it was the largest one and I think it was just huh. because like with the Kansas City schools there's just more high schools right around so I think that's why. Yeah. But yeah, it was a an interesting experience.
1: <laughs> Did you like school?
2: Yeah, I I definitely loved my time in high school. Um I mean, God, now that you're asking me about it, I'm, like, trying to think what high school was like. Feels <laughs> like it was so long ago. It was a while um, ago. You know, I was, I always, like, tried to get good grades and, like, involved in all the clubs. Like I said, um, you know, I thought leadership was really cool and I wanted to be a leader in everything. Because mm-hmm. I thought that was the most important thing ever.
1: <laughs> hey, it, um, it, it, I mean, it is. You know, <laughs> it is.
2: <laughs> um, and then... I played tennis all through high school. That was really fun. I got to go to state.
0: Look I definitely you. like
2: lost as soon as I got there, but it was a fun experience.
0: But you I was win. like you but still I was like, made it though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was like, yeah, I went to state, so mm. really good at tennis. Really you don't need to know how far I went. Player.
1: You just stopped there. Yeah, I made it to state. <laughs> made it yeah. to state. Changed subject.
2: <laughs> My uh Me and my family always joke, because it's like, if I would just have put a little more effort into, like, practicing or doing anything, I could have been really good at tennis. But just me as a person, I'm not very competitive, and I'm just kind of like, oh, I'll do this while I'm having fun, and if I'm not, I'm probably out. Right. (laughs)
0: Like, it's fine as long as I'm having fun, but... mm,
2: That's okay, though.
0: I mean, if you had fun and... Right. it's what you're supposed to do. Clearly, you still succeeded, so...
2: Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, I did go to state. So, I mean, <laughs> I went to
0: state. <laughs> Just remember.
2: In case you guys forgot already. You guys. Oh, <laughs> you state.
1: didn't. <laughs> so, what would you tell your teenage self if you could?
2: Oh my gosh. Well, considering what I do now, being like an anti diet um, dietitian who promotes body respect and learning how to, kind of like love yourself and just be who you are be like live your truth you know as corny as that is like I totally believe in that yeah I wish I could go back and say like hey you don't need to compare yourself to your friends who are five two since you're almost six foot tall maybe just kind of embrace it (laughs) um and I don't know I think I was kind of the classic like self-absorbed teen who was (laughs) I mean that's our brains to a certain degree yeah right right right. um I wish you know so there are some things I'm just like hey you could have been like a little more chill oh maybe this I would have told myself to not be a judgmental Christian so much Mm. as I was growing up in high school I was very on that train yeah
0: (laughs) that's a nice thing Um, to say like to yourself, though. Like, yeah. don't be so judgmental.
2: You know, I think it's one of those things where I just didn't have enough experiences to know what I was even Absolutely. Right. believing and in.
0: And when you're a teenager, you're still a kid. Like, you're, what is it, 25 is when your brain finally stops developing. Yeah. So, yeah. but even adults, like, I know so many adults that have
2: right.
1: seen the light. <laughs> you know where you're like oh no that's oh yeah
2: yeah yeah I mean even this year has been like a huge year of growth for me so yeah I don't I don't hold anything against myself for how I was in high school but I am grateful that I've have grown up and learned why that wasn't awesome you know
1: that's really all we can do though I mean and I mean unless you're me and you dwell on everything (laughs) And overthink it all, but
0: just overthink it. I think I'm over. I certainly it. got a touch of that <laughs> uh, <laughs> One of the podcast dogs yeah there' sorry the me. podcast dogs are all up in the business. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, Come on, get away. so from. do you have have any woman influencers, like someone that influenced you when you were young? I mean or now. I mean, I mean, it doesn't have to be when you were young. Yeah. <laughs> Besides AOC. AOC.
2: Yes. I would have to say, of course, my mom has been a huge influence on my life. Um, like I mentioned, they've always been so supportive of me. And growing up with her, you know, it's cool because actually she's super interested in learning about what I do now with um, intuitive eating. And, you know, we have had some conversations about what it's like and, and what growing up at home was like when we all kind of just talked about dieting normally, like it was just mm-hmm. a thing that everybody did together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think even despite that, like, well, it's cool still being supported by her and having her be open to learning about that. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was cool in one of the conversations we've had recently we talked about like how she and like both her and my dad but definitely her helped influence me to have like a pretty healthy relationship with exercise like in a way where we would just go out and do things that feel good and um she she loves running and that's something that i've kind of developed from her too is just we both love running for the sake of Sorry. That's okay.
0: (laughs) Look at these idiots. (sighs) Jasper.
1: (laughs) Sorry. That's so. Okay. Like with the exercise part, it wasn't the motivation for it wasn't necessarily losing weight. It was more like health and fun, though, right? Is that what you're saying?
2: Right. Yeah. Like we would, we just did a lot of stuff together that (laughs) was just to. You know, get out of the house yeah. and do something that feels good and be outside, which is something I also really love now. Mm-hmm. So um there's that. And then of course on top of that, like I grew up with a mom who literally gave everything to her family. And so she, you know, passed that on to me in a way of it's so important to care for other people and care about other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that she's had such a huge influence on who i am now in that way as well yeah
1: she sounds like a good human yeah
2: yeah hey mom Yeah, she's pretty
0: great <laughs> we like to say hey, we like to we like to give <laughs> shout outs to to moms on this show <laughs> it. especially jasper jasper <laughs> jesus get
1: out uh so what was dating like for you
2: Oh, I was boy crazy, that's for sure. But I also dated the same guy for four years in high school. So that was an interesting combination of things to be yeah. in high yeah. school.
0: <laughs> I like all these boys, um, but I'm going to stick with this one.
2: Yeah. And it, I mean, it was great. Like, I.
0: I will ask, though,
1: what was your worst first date? Do you have a worst uh, first date? Oh, God honestly no so you've had good first I, like days. I'm just
2: kind of like a I don't know I date people for a long time or else I don't really date them you know <laughs> so I really haven't had too bad of an experience yeah. with that
1: <laughs> yeah
2: I don't know I guess well yeah pretty pretty simple that's okay um yeah so like I said I I had the one boyfriend for almost all of high school. We met on AOL Instant Messenger nice. like, in eighth grade. <laughs> and so we used to literally, we would not talk at school if we saw each other, but then we would go home and message all night <laughs> on AIM because that's my generation, I guess. <laughs> that's
0: what you do. I mean, what else yeah, are you going to do? Yeah
2: i like specifically remember one time when we were in eighth grade and he was like hey maybe you could say hi to me in person tomorrow i'm not sure sure about that oh don't worry i did i went up to him during band because obviously we were in band together which is super cool and um i played clarinet by the way not to brag or anything i played trumpet did you go to state cool I mean, again. I don't mean to brag, again, but yes. Sweet. Go to state. Sweet,
1: <laughs>
0: you are but such I, a success.
2: Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> um, do you want to hear my ACT score? Too?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's really good.
2: Things that matter in twenty twenty. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I that story. I remember going up to him. The day after that in band and literally I walked up to him and I said, hi. And then I turned around and walked oh away. My
1: <laughs> so basically that was you spitting game.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
0: Be like, totally. Yeah. challenge accepted. And Listen, yeah. I said That hi. is
1: so similar. Like I'm, I've never been a flirt. It's not my thing. Yeah. So that would have been me too.
2: Yeah, I think part of that was just the being an eighth grader. Oh,
0: yeah,
2: because most definitely, I'm sure I was plenty flirty in high school.
0: I'm just not. I'm flirting with everyone right now, you know. <laughs> no. She's giving me the flirty eyes,
2: mm-hmm, it's true.
0: I keep trying to touch um, her leg, and she's like, Blanket,
2: yeah, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see after that I dated another guy for like a year and a half and we dated from high school into college we both went to k-state and unfortunately I spent like my whole first year with him or like first semester of my first year in college as a freshman just hanging out with him so didn't make a ton of friends that year and then we broke up Oh, he broke up with me on New Year's Eve oh. at a party where all of my friends were. Sweet. Oh,
1: super. Super
2: cool. Yeah,
1: he sounds awesome. I thought you were going to say he <laughs> broke up with you on <laughs> instant mas- messenger. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he broke up with me on oh. AIM. <laughs> I was like,
1: oh. Or he just walked up to you and like, we're we'll broken up. up.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, that is kind of... So was it
1: like a big though. dramatic fight, or was it just like...
2: No, it was just like a classic college guy decides he's bored, mm. breaks up well, pretty quick. You know, okay. um, Probably for the best. But, you know, of course, yes, definitely for the best. Yes. Things got better after yeah. that, you know. It's nice to be in college and not be attached to someone when you're like putting yourself into this whole new environment and experiencing new things. And, um, you know, one of the, one of my favorite things about college was just getting to know so many people that weren't the people I grew up with.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I'm a, I'm a big fan of getting to know people. So yeah. it was good to be, to kind of have that like final push out of my comfort zone. Cause that's what I feel like it was, you know? Was that final, like, okay, this was your last kind of attachment to who you were in high school. Let's see what happens now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you were getting all grown up. She's
2: all
1: grown up (laughs) now. So, where did you meet your current boyfriend?
2: We met in Manhattan. We were working at, um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Manhattan at all. I
1: went to K State. Um,
2: okay, cool. Do you know the Pathfinder that's in downtown? Yeah. 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 So we, we worked at the Pathfinder together. And so we met there. And I honestly, it's so funny. um, I remember when I went in for an interview, I saw him as soon as I walked in, we locked eyes and like, I will never forget that. I was like, Oh, no.
0: Be like, I'm gonna have to flirt with this guy at work now.
2: Yeah, he doesn't even
0: know what's coming at him
2: (laughs) from what I hear. We were incredibly obnoxious (laughs) for everyone else we worked with.
0: That makes it better, honestly.
2: Well, because we had basically started dating and weren't telling anyone we worked with, and that was like all of us were super close (laughs) friends, like we all hung out all the time, and so we would like hang out with everyone and then be like, Hey, you want to gonna hang out after this like don't we'll not tell anyone so that was you know so of course we were like being super flirty and obnoxious and not admitting that we were dating when everyone of course was like guys while wow, you know. guys are hiding it so well <laughs> we, can,
0: we can see you right now we can see you yeah. with our eyes
2: it's so funny though, the way that like all that group of friends did find out was kind of just accidentally one by one. <laughs> we didn't just ever finally tell people. So like, fine, a you're few right. of those, yeah, <laughs> a few of those stories are like one guy found out because the three of us went to another friend's wedding together and he and this friend grew up with Joey is my boyfriend's name. This friend grew up um, with Joey. And so we were like at the reception, me and Joey, and then our friend that we worked with. And the friend that got married walks up and he's like, So are you guys dating? Because <laughs> Joey's mom had told his mom, because
1: Oh man. Joey's
2: from Clay Center, Kansas, which is a super small right. town. Yes.
1: I used to play yeah, sports. So, like, there of too. course,
2: <laughs> yeah, everybody knew. All right, yeah. And we just so one friend found out that way. One friend found out because Joey got blacked out drunk and called him and just told him <laughs> just on oh, a way, yeah? guess. Guess
0: what? I'm dating Lauren. <laughs> like,
2: cool. That, pretty much exactly that. He called him at like two o'clock in the morning and was just like and then when he woke up the next day didn't remember it. So when he saw the friend, the friend was like, So you and Lauren, huh? <laughs> That's funny. He's like, what did I do? Like, oh, no, Lord. at that point
1: it had to have been kind of a relief though, right? Once everybody oh, knew God, Yeah,
2: of course. It was so much easier. Like it was silly <laughs> that we didn't tell people in right. the first place that just you know, college brains right. drinking a lot of alcohol, drinking not alcohol. making
0: dating someone the at work.
2: Decisions.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. oh, we might get in trouble. Like, yeah, I'm sure yeah. the people at the bar are gonna get real mad.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our boss definitely did not care, <laughs> so once we just told nobody them. cared except us <laughs> pretending like everybody cared, I guess.
0: <laughs> that makes it better for me.
1: what but that's amazing what What did you go to K State for? What was your degree in?
2: So for diet, well, originally I had no idea what I wanted to do when I was 18, mm-hmm. which is not shocking.
0: Right. <laughs> we shouldn't have um, to so choose. I just kind of <laughs> at 18.. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what I want to do now. I
2: was like, well, I don't know what I'm into. So I guess I'll just start business. Cause that seems like pretty right. generic. And I always had an interest in, and like thought it would be cool to own my own business. I was like, maybe this will click. And it definitely didn't. It's <laughs> couldn't have majored in it. That's for sure. I ended up getting a minor in that just cause I already had the classes. So between that and some classes I had to take for dietetics, I was just already going to basically fulfill the need for the minor, so I did get a minor, which has actually fin- finally proven to be kind of helpful. Yeah.
0: yay! That's a pro.
2: That is a pro. Um, but after <laughs>
1: you're a business, after woman. business,
2: <laughs> I was like. Uh, I don't know what I want to do, maybe the medical field, so maybe I'll be a doctor. So I went into biochem, and that was a hard no pretty quick. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to take any of these upper level classes, turns out. And then I basically just kind of went through the list of majors at K-State and was trying to think of things that I was interested in. And so, you know, like I mentioned, my family had always kind of talked about nutrition and dieting and I had always enjoyed exercise and then I found out about nutrition and then went and talked to a counselor to see what the difference was between just like a nutrition major and a dietetics major and thought it was a good fit. So that's how I kind of ended up there. It's a good way to help people and teach and work in the medical field. And
1: was that in, so. oh, what's it called? Is it Justin Hall? Was that in, mm-hmm. yeah. so was
2: mine. Yep, and Justin. I had to
1: think that was a long time ago. You I had to really that one think out of like
2: <laughs> thirty recesses
1: of your mind. You were like,
0: right. nailed it.
1: I don't know how because <laughs> nothing else comes to mind. Our our brains are <laughs> melted right now because yeah. we're both working full time from home and teaching from
2: mm-hmm. home. Oh my gosh! So yeah, we're. That's okay.
0: It hurts. Yeah. But it's okay, we're going to get through it. No, it's great. It's fine. Yeah. This is fine. Yeah.
2: So everything is fine. fine. Everything's so Everything good. is so <laughs> fucking good. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dumpster
1: fire in the background. I know. Just like Yeah. <laughs> um so I am super duper duper interested in in um intuitive eating and mm-hmm. um I'm assuming like in college, that's not the route you went at first, right? Because that wasn't – I don't remember hearing about like that for in, probably in the last couple of years is when I really started hearing about mm-hmm. it. But so when did you yeah. kind of move from
0: like the – Diet, diet yeah. stuff mm-hmm. to anti – well, non-diet, diet things. Oh, we can say anti-diet. Can we say anti-diet? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. It's not. I'm, fuck, thank I fuck. am very anti-diet <laughs> yeah, <sweet. laughs> with my whole being yes. oh, I good.
0: anti-diet. anti-diet so I <laughs> you're
2: not going to offend me. No, I,
1: I don't remember how I came across it, but I came across and I'm bad. I don't remember her name, but I came across a book. Somebody recommended, I don't remember, but it's like intuitive eating and I was reading it and it like, blew my mind and it makes so much sense yes like it, oh, it's so interesting I haven't read it but yeah. um and I got the workbook I still have to work on
2: it yeah yeah it's, it's I, like that's cool
0: I was following on Instagram I mean it's as much as you can get out of Instagram but the I weigh account in mm-hmm. uh her name Jamila mm-hmm
2: Jemel, yeah,
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. she's pretty vocal about it, Mm
2: -hmm. and it's
0: interesting. All the stuff that she posts—it's
1: so it works with psychology. Like it—that's what kind of blew my mind. Is you know all these years, when I mean, I can lose weight. I haven't like you exercise, and then you start. I mean, not starve yourself, but you really
2: kind of you starve yourself. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Most of the time. And then then (laughs) we
1: all judge ourselves when we try to Mm -hmm. go back to normal and Mm -hmm. then we gain all of that back. And it's because that's not... It's not... It's not the way it works. It's not how your body works. It's not how your mind works. It's... Yeah. So I'm... Literally
2: everything inside your body is geared against dieting. Like it just is. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, like I said... And something that I've reflected on a lot since becoming more into intuitive eating is I wonder if I became a dietitian just because I thought it would help me lose weight. Like when I'm honest about that, you know, because it was like so attractive to me because I was like, well, if I become a dietitian and I have to teach other people how to lose weight, since that's what we equate with healthy Mm -hmm. automatically, then if I do it, you know, I'll finally be able to get off whatever, you know, back to my high school weight, which was, of course, what I thought was realistic for me, <laughs> even as a, you know, 22-year-old adult in college, like, but it's interesting because, um, yeah, so I, I do wonder if that had some influence on why I became a dietitian. Um, but then going into my nutrition education, it was really interesting. I love the science of it. I think there's a lot of value in the research that's been done Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Of course, like, nutrition is an important part of Staying alive, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I remember being in classes where we're getting told, "Okay, we'll just basically prescribe like this 500 calorie deficit and tell someone to lose weight until they're within a normal BMI range." Ugh. And that's how can we just throw the BMI like, away? Uh, BMI makes yeah, me have anger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can throw it into the dumpster fire that is the world.
1: Well, that's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, So I'm turning 40 this year. I'm I'm an old woman. And after all, I mean, I don't... Other than after intuitive eating, when I started learning more and doing and trying to work on that side of it, um, I just, I don't remember a time in my life that I wasn't trying to diet in some way. And Mm -hmm. I was, it didn't matter how skinny i got and i got skinny it never Mm -hmm. was enough Mm -hmm. and that's i feel like i after learning this stuff it was like fuck that why am i doing that to myself why i'm i was just done at that point
0: the when when doctors have like a scale and the like Okay, well, you're five eight, so you're supposed to weigh one hundred and forty like, pounds. Yeah. And I'm like, I think it I goes look down like a, to like one thirty two or something. Yeah. and I'm, I'm like, like no. I yeah. honestly look
1: like I'm dying. For so the healthy yes. range, right? If I was one hundred and thirty two pounds, like I, the goal, I, I weight, I just I wouldn't be healthy,
2: right? But I, I just, yeah. And yeah. You, you guys, this, this may blow you away. Tell me. But the BMI was created based on research done on white I men. I know. So, no, no, I know. Yeah. I know. No. Oh, Crazy.
0: No. That's not real. <laughs> Nothing's based on white men. They they don't get no, anything. They have it hard in life. It's <laughs> rough.
2: So, yeah, we we just get, it's it's interesting with what I know now, looking back on my education and being like, why was I taught? this right when in reality and during that entire time all that a lot of my education did was make me feel worse about myself because I was like well I can't do this like it's not working for me and then you end up kind of like you just described in that cycle of either I need to be dieting I am dieting or I'm saying fuck it and And then hating yourself and not even (laughs) yeah yeah. and I'm like mad at myself for it but I can't stick to the diet so what's the point like uh, then I first learned about intuitive eating during my so to become a dietitian, you have to have a supervised internship um, which is normally about a year. Mine was eight months. I got into the program at o u Med Center in Oklahoma City, and so that was a really great i mean awesome experience, awesome program, and actually. Through that, I was able to go to the food and nutrition conference and expo, which is like the national conference for dietitians, and that's where I learned about intuitive eating. Oh. Um, and once I learned about it, like you said, that like click—it blows just happened, your mind. Where I was like, "Wait, <laughs> really? Wait a that, second. I can just, I can pursue healthy behaviors without trying to lose weight. Yes. That is crazy. And listening
1: to your body. What?
2: Mm-hmm. No. That's what's." <laughs> No. What
1: I need now though is I need something to read on how to not fuck my children up. Mm. Oh yeah. There's probably What a-
2: book do you have?
1: I I think it's literally it's just called Intuitive Eating. I'd have to Okay. Yeah, it's but yeah, it, because just, in the- it doesn't go a ton into the kids' side of things, but I mean what I say a lot to them is because, you know, we we were all, well, I don't know about you, but, you know, you're yeah. taught finish what's on your plate, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's mm-hmm. not listening to, to your body. So mm-hmm. I tell my boys a lot, well, they'll be like, I don't want any more. I'm like, that's fine. Just listen to your belly. Like, I just, you know, I just mm-hmm. try to say things like that. so that, And not say yeah. things like, you don't need that. you Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, I feel like that's so shamey and, ugh listen so, if yeah
2: we know. do we get taught yeah we get taught from such a young age not to trust our bodies yeah. in a lot of different ways but like especially with food you know and a lot of that has to do I I feel like with what our parents were taught was the best thing for us and you know that's just never any harm intended but it it does teach us to not listen to our bodies and I think you know like like you said just trying to support your children to listen to their bodies and also modeling that in your own relationship with food and body is so important. Cause it's one of the cool things that I've gotten to talk about with my mom. Like I mentioned, she's been really interested in this as someone herself who has dieted her whole life. Like it's been really cool to be able to talk about these things, you know? Cause it's just, it's like a one eighty from everything we grew up being taught was healthy, right. Yeah, I think, or what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I
1: think anybody that has been a dieter could, I mean, th- there were so, even what's it called? Like the last supper or something like that. Like everybody that mm-hmm, diets, last supper eating, yeah, everybody yeah. you're like, okay, you're going to start on Monday. So you just like have everything you want over the weekend or think like, I didn't realize that that was such a universal <laughs> thing, yeah, you know, cause yeah. I, I read that and it, it was like, okay, so I'm not a weirdo. Like so many people do right. these behaviors. Why wouldn't you? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I just, you know, you, I think everybody lives in this world where they think that they're different in some way, yeah. like they're odd or they're weird or, you know what I mean? You know? So it was just, that's, that was part of the eye opening to me. It's so interesting.
2: Well, people don't talk about when diets don't work for yeah? them. Yeah. They only talk about when it does. Yes. They don't want to talk about the part that happens to everybody yeah. <laughs> where you end up, you know, kind of, you know, just saying, well, if I'm going to start my diet on Monday. And honestly, like, so I went to Fancy that, um, that conference mm-hmm. in 2016. Honestly, it's taken me at least until this year to really accept it and like really try and dive into intuitive eating and start doing those things for myself, despite having been learning about it for four years, Mm -hmm. it's scary to commit to giving up diets because it seems like, you know, I have a lot of people say, well, I just can't control myself around food, or I feel like I'm addicted to food. And I was just having a conversation earlier today where someone said that they like have food addiction. And I was like, that's like saying you're addicted to breathing isn't it because yeah, i
0: do really like breathing though
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i guess i am addicted to breathing if we're going to put it that way but you know it's we get taught to not meet one of our most basic needs mm-hmm. and you know you mentioned the psychology behind it it's like uh, are you guys familiar with maslow's hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. and food Like meeting your food needs is literally the bottom of that hierarchy. And unless you are really trying to meet those basic needs, you can't succeed in the way that you could. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like we can get by, we can do things, but can you do it like with your full passion or can you do it with your full clarity of mind without meeting your basic need for energy? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I think, like you were saying, we're taught a certain thing, and it's really frustrating that now that I've learned more, I'm like, why, why isn't this taught? But it's the same thing, I think.
0: With what was that? That was that was Jasper again. <laughs> Jesus, he just wants to be here. He just wants in here so he can beat up his big brother. Oh,
1: but it's kind of the same thing that. Um, I mean, it's been years. That was kind of um, eye-opening for me is realizing that all the diet food is really working against your body slash your diet mm-hmm. and, uh, and your health. I mean, it's the stuff, all that processed stuff. I mean, I, yes, processed. But I mean, like what they advertise as diet stuff mm-hmm. is just
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: not always great for you no so no
2: well and I always tell people you know I genuinely believe any food fits that you actually like so if there is like a diet food that you genuinely enjoy have it you know but don't grab a bag of vegetable potato chips and think that they're any healthier than a regular potato chip right. because potatoes are vegetables mm-hmm. you know like they're, <laughs> they're actually not that different it's still chips it's okay to enjoy them but um in intuitive eating like one of the things you work on is neutralizing all foods and and stop mm-hmm. like stop calling some foods good stop calling some foods bad they're all food they all bring you energy plenty of foods have calorie I mean um like a combo of carbs protein and fat pizza does Mm -hmm. i eat pizza all the time like probably at least once a week you know like it's just food to me so um yeah it's it's really eye-opening once you get there and i don't know i'm curious have you read about unconditional permission to Mm -hmm. eat what do you think of that
1: i mean it's hard It's work. It's work because you have to fight against everything that your brain has been telling you for.
0: Right. Like everything you've
1: learned your whole entire life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all the things Mm -hmm. that um, because even, you know, even when people don't mean to send messages, messages are received. And so I think just fighting against that stuff for a long time. But also I think Mm -hmm. what really helped me is I really was at a point in my life where I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to feel this way when I'm 40. I don't want to. No, no. It hasn't worked. Something has to change. And it's not my dieting because, again, I've been very, very skinny and it still wasn't enough. So it's clearly yeah. something else, <laughs> you right. know? So yeah. yeah, I think, absolutely. I think, and then I try to tell everybody
0: and not very many people listen to me. Shut up, Jessica. How dare you not diet?
2: <laughs> Honestly, that's how people, yes. are, you yeah. know, it's hard to get and out I of it. Some of it, mm-hmm. I think some of it, it comes from, like you said, what we've been taught to believe forever and also you know a little bit of people being like I if I have to suffer in diet then you should have to you know like
1: (laughs) I mean we all kind of feel that way to a certain degree right yes I just want everyone to suffer with me yeah Yeah.
2: it's it's such an like
1: seriously anybody who's listening you you need to look into this because it's genuinely so Mm -hmm. interesting and it's mind-blowing And it makes sense. And it's not a diet. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is not a diet. That is honestly a really important point to mention is there are people out there who will try and sell intuitive eating as a diet as like a just listen to because another part of intuitive eating is learning how to um, listen to your internal hunger and fullness cues and honor your hunger by actually eating when you're hungry and trying to pay attention and stopping when you're full which is a good concept i think but then when people take it and try to turn that into if you eat past fullness you've fucked up right that's wrong. that's not the point <laughs> you know, at all like,
1: and because it, it's also about right. not feeling guilt because sometimes right. you just want a donut <laughs>
2: like, yeah or four yes. donuts and if you want four donuts have yes them.
1: that's yeah that's where
2: that like unconditional mm-hmm. permission to eat since I mentioned it just in case anyone who's listening doesn't know what that is it it literally means giving yourself full permission for all foods at all times however much of it you want it sounds super scary but it is like such a key part of intuitive eating because until you can get to that point which it also kind of helps you finally neutralize foods too to see that even your off-limits forbidden foods that you want by yourself are just food mm-hmm. like game changer yeah (laughs) you know because
1: it's also about um when you deprive yourself it's what you it's all you want and when you Mm -hmm. stop depriving yourself of those things you're not I mean not saying you'll never but it's not Mm -hmm. like that forbidden thing it's not
2: you you know it's like a kid if you tell a kid they can't play with something what do they want to do exactly they want to play with only that right. thing. Right. No matter and what, and you we've know. all
1: talked about that in a way, like when we've been dieting, it's like, Oh God, all I want is pasta. All I want is bread. Right. But to take mm-hmm. it a step further, like, Oh, well, if you let yourself have that, like it's, it's, it there shouldn't be a crazy, guilt thing. On. Like right. it's just, yeah. you're allowing yourself to have that. And to it's that but it is hard. It's hard to like get past that and not feel guilt.
0: (laughs) But you send out, you have um, a newsletter or is it just an, an email that goes out and you just talk about all these things with everyone? Is that right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That's good information. So how do we get on that?
2: So um, my Instagram is a good place to start there. And that's at dietitian Lauren on Instagram. And then if you go to my, so there's a link in my bio on my Instagram for a free training and that'll kind of talk about, you know, why as a dietitian, I don't recommend dieting um, because it doesn't work. Right. (laughs) Long story short. Right. Um, And then like a cool kind of mindset activity, because ultimately like, you know, with intuitive eating, the goal is you for people who want to feel healthy, feel good in their bodies but don't want to attach it to weight. Mm -hmm. So there's a little mindset activity in there to just help you kind of reflect and decide, okay, what would a healthy lifestyle look for me separate from weight loss, separate from dieting in a way that's sustainable and feels good to me. So that's part of that free training. So there's a link there in my bio. And then my website is nutritionwithlauren.com. And there's a link up in the upper right corner on my website as well for that free training. And um when you take that you can sign up for my email list there.
1: Sweet. I'm so excited. Like obviously I'm fashion yeah, sure about it. I haven't shut stuff. up. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I'm I'm honestly I'm just like starting my business this year has been Sorry. weird. <laughs> uh, I didn't mention it but I was like I was a clinical dietitian for 2 years before this mm-hmm. just cuz I always kind of followed the path mm-hmm. of like do this, and then follow the next step, and get a clinical job because that's what dietitians right. do. And I was furloughed because of COVID, and kind of hanging out at home. Luckily, I was getting unemployment, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "If there's ever been an opportunity for me to start a business, especially an online business, right? <laughs> now's the time." So that's awesome. Though. Yeah. Yeah kind of dove into There's that. that business um,
0: there it is <laughs>
2: yeah yeah right <laughs> good off.
0: job
2: um but it's been it's been much more fulfilling to work with people this way instead of clinically because when you work with people inpatient like nutrition is just such a long-term thing mm-hmm. and so when you work inpatient and patients are only there for two or three days you don't really get to develop relationships and like I said that's a really important thing to mm-hmm. me being able to work with people for longer and be able to see them have these results and for those results to be not from dieting or weight loss, which doesn't feel right to me personally. So I don't know how I'm supposed to sell it like to other people, you know? Yeah. Um yeah, it's been a really cool experience. Awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. It sounds exciting, like it's been, I mean it's hard to say 2020 is exciting for anyone, but <laughs> uh, exciting for yeah. you, you've gotten to we'll start say there's your been business an upside for Laura right.
1: of 2020. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, what would you say you hate about being a woman and what do you love about being a woman?
2: Um, well, women rule so I mean I love that (laughs) um what do I love about being a woman I don't know I think that I love that I wish this was different of course but I love that women are allowed to like feel their emotions and express their emotions and have deep relationships with friends like I think that's something I've taken advantage of certainly Mm -hmm. as a woman um I love being a woman now in a time where we're seeing a lot more women, especially young women in leadership positions. Like that really motivates me in my life now and for the future. Um, What I hate about being a woman, I mean, I guess I'll just like the classic things of having people explain things to you that you're actually the expert in is fun. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I guess maybe being a woman, like especially like I said in my clinical position, I didn't feel as confident to like speak up, especially when I felt like doctors were saying something that I was like in my heart I know that that's not true. So I mean, also that partly comes from my like anti diet beliefs I yeah. think, and then being a dietitian being told to go reinforce these things that I know won't work. Yeah. In a hospital and being told I'm wrong for disagreeing Mm. with a doctor. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely worked with some people who were like disrespectful because I was a woman because I worked with a male dietitian who was great. I mean, he was amazing Mm -hmm. as a as a coworker and a boss and everything, but sometimes I would have to be like, Hey, can you go tell this to the doctor? Because they're probably not gonna listen to me when I say it. So, like,
0: don't love that. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. That would make me mad.
1: I think doctors are often brilliant, but I do think they lack training in nutrition, and especially this kind of nutrition.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just like stick to what you're good at and uh, leave the nutrition to someone that went to school just for nutrition well but i mean i mean like, i think they're taught things like the yeah. bmi and things like that and i mm-hmm. that isn't
1: always an indicator of health and right it's, it's mm-hmm. so
2: yeah
0: yeah my doctor was real mean to me last week yeah fuck that she's being a little bitch <laughs> yeah
2: that's yeah. wrong honestly she like, was just like mm, there's nothing you more... know
0: you gained weight so you're fat and you should work out and count your calories and i was like Okay. I
2: hate that. (laughs) Honestly, nothing pisses me off more than when people tell me they've been told to just lose weight. Right. I have had that experience for myself, too, where I've had something going on, and I've just been told, well, lose weight, good luck. I went to the doctor
0: because I had headaches. And she was just like, well, you're fat, and if you can just lose weight. And I was like, my head hurts. (laughs) I think when Carly told me that, I said, (laughs) I
1: think direct quote was, well, fuck that doctor. Well, fuck that doctor. And I followed that up with, I feel like that is the lazy way, (laughs) the lazy thing to do. Like, if there's something wrong, they're just like, well, you need to lose weight. She also
0: said, it's easy to lose weight. And I was like, bitch. (laughs)
2: <laughs> there's this whole other component to it and I am not an expert in this area but I do want to drop it in here health at every size I don't know if you guys know much about that but um, a really quick note on that is that all people deserve the same treatment in health care the same diagnostic treatment yes. no matter their size and so that shit is so infuriating to me because I know like so many people who've had this experience where they go to the doctor for something and they're just told to lose weight to solve the problem. And then they lose the weight and nothing changes right. because they deserved other diagnostic, and you know, I mean, treatment. that's the
1: thing. Like, yes, losing weight can help. Right.
0: With some things. I'm right. not saying, I mean, she's not wrong. I have gained weight,
1: but it's not, it's, but that's like, not why I
0: have a headache. Exactly. <laughs>
1: And it's also like just telling somebody that and saying, especially saying it's easy. It's easy. (laughs) No, she was
0: like, you can't just eat. What did she say? I I can't just eat. Oh, this is going
1: to make me angrier. You didn't
0: tell me this. Oh yeah. Mm. She's like, well, you know, I want to just have lattes and donuts for breakfast, but I don't. (laughs) And I was like,
2: well, I feel sad for her. I I was like, maybe you should, you'd be happier. Right
0: but also yeah, she's like yeah. since the last time i had seen her she was like almost 8 months pregnant and i wanted to be like bitch you've gained weight too but i didn't because i restrained myself somehow yeah
2: well and i i do want to say you know each person is allowed to have their own goals right. and allowed to be at a place where they feel comfortable in their body. And if weight loss is involved in that, that's fine. But a lot of the research that our like medical knowledge is based off of is founded in things that are fat phobic and that are racist. Yes. So like, there's some big issues with even a lot of things where we're just told like, oh, common knowledge, like, yeah, if you lose weight, it'll help. Well, will it?
0: No, no. I just think there's a
2: lot of question yeah. there. Right. And each, each person is different, each different things work for each person, yes. of course. Um, but I think that there's just so much to question
1: yeah. there. Um, so- It's
2: been weird, like- Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's been especially this year has been weird cuz I feel like I'm just like poking holes in everything I've always believed and being like, what's really like, there? What like why it? do I really believe that? I yeah. can't tell,
1: you know, and we've talked about this multiple times on this podcast. Sorry people that have listened before. Um I mean, that's <laughs> Not that, sorry. That's the way we grow though. Like we've talked <laughs> about our minds have been blown so much over the last 10-15 years of just things that we've learned, things that you start mm-hmm. to see and once you learn like, when I started picking up on things that were super sexist, like, I can't mm-hmm. stop. Right. <laughs> so I'll hear something and yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I know. No! You Stop it! You've entered the real matrix. <laughs> yes. Or things that are racist, <laughs> things that are, you know, things that are yeah. just, like, so common that you didn't realize yeah. were based on really horrible things. Right. And mm-hmm. once you go there it's it's impossible to like turn. Yeah, it's it. impossible, which I'm glad. Yeah. I don't want to go back. But Yeah, yeah right, I mean that's, right. that's ideally how we grow as humans, you know. So
2: Yeah.
1: Ugh. Um so you are super positive for other people. Are you good at taking compliments?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's something I've worked on, but yeah. Good for you. I actually am now. Okay. Give
1: yourself one. Uh, You
2: know, it's, um, okay. So I listened to your podcast so I can prepare. Cheater. (laughs) I mean, but thank you for listening to our podcast now. Yeah, (laughs) it was great. Um, no, I, I think one of the things that I really like about myself, and honestly, if you had asked me this question last year, I probably would have been like, no, I don't like it when people are nice <laughs> to me, but um I think I'm a really empathetic and caring person and I love to be that person for the people in my life and I find a lot of joy in that and so I'm thankful for that and I don't know, I feel like I have good energy. So that's that's something I'm picking I up like on about that good myself. Yeah. But <laughs> also we need more empathy in this world.
0: Yes.
1: Those were good. Yeah. I that yeah, that was good.
2: Yeah, like I said, I had time to help <laughs> you guys, so <laughs> I cheated a little bit on my homework, huh? <laughs> it's that
1: overachieving, successful person.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> wheel. Do you want to do a wheel question? Okay.
2: <laughs> Ooh. All right.
0: Wheel question. Oh, this is, I love this question. Okay, so (laughs) what's your favorite book, show, or podcast?
2: Okay, let's see. I love, well, I loved um, My Favorite Murder, of course. I still love it, but now I can't listen to it because I just can't take more darkness. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I'm hit or miss with it. It's like either I'm really into it for a little while or I got to take a break. And
0: that makes Um, sense. I've, I think, um, I've taken a break during COVID. Like I haven't mm -hmm. caught up on it, on them. But, you know, once they make me go back to work and I'm like at work, I'll probably listen to it. (laughs) See, that's where I'm kind of strange because that's my happy place.
1: Like I can't tell you how many true crime. Podcast, shows, movies, like all of it. Like that's that is honestly my comfort zone. So
2: also part of why I don't listen to my favorite murder as much is because I used to listen to it all the time when I would go on bike Mm -hmm. rides. And like I live out in the middle of nowhere. So So I would be like out in the country Mm -hmm. by myself listening to my favorite murder. And I think I scared myself out of it a little bit. So I mean, um, hey. Yeah, I'm taking a little break, but I'm like excited that I'll have like a backlog that's what episodes. I that's Listen what I'm to telling
0: you. myself too. Like, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll have a back
0: because I binged all of them like well, oh, right. same a couple of months. And uh, <laughs> That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, know. I think
1: did I I told you about it, right?
0: Yeah, you yeah. told me about it. And then that's basically uh what gave us an idea to start this podcast.
2: Oh, I love that. Yeah, no, it really is like I just love that and I love the community that they've created mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. it too. I think it's so cool. Um and then my like favorite favorite show is The Office. Yes. I'm I'm one of those. But I wanna say one of my favorite shows that I've watched that is not one I'm like a I've been repeat watching is Pose. Ooh, oh, I, I, I haven't watched, watched that, that yet. Netflix. No, but
1: it is on my list
2: so Is good cannot recommend it enough oh, yes my Is boyfriend it like, and feel i feel good binge watched it it the warm fuzzies? Like, <sighs> it's very okay. real so there's some of that but there's like because it's about um trans right. culture in new york city in like the 80s with the aids crisis and everything <sighs> so there's definitely some very real like heavy shit uh-huh. going on but it i think that there's also like a lot of beauty in it oh I want to watch you know just telling like those stories so cannot recommend that show enough
1: that's okay good good to know yeah it is on my list
2: okay can I round it out with a book recommendation Uh,
1: of course (laughs)
2: okay (laughs) one of my favorite books that I read this year is called the body is not an apology by Sonia Renee Taylor (laughs) I'm writing
0: this down I know
2: everyone that's listening to this podcast should be reading it (laughs) writing uh, it also i think everyone ever should read it but <laughs> but exciting. especially
0: our listeners
2: <laughs> yes yes um just an amazing book like very um very interesting perspective on body positivity
1: which cool.
2: cool. like how world to how to love and respect yourself of... yeah
1: what is the weirdest thing to happen to you do you have a weird story? Just ever? Ever. Like, yeah. Ever. Yeah. I know.
2: I feel like I gotta think on that one.
1: <laughs> gotcha.
2: Yes,
1: <laughs> we can uh, this,
2: this is makeup this is makeup for me being prepared yes, for the it does. question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um Do you wanna go to a different question oh. or do you have something?
2: No, I want to do it. I just can't <laughs> think of
1: no. I
0: answer.
2: want to I want <laughs> pretend to. like this is state. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I went to state.
2: <laughs> um, let's see. The weirdest thing that has ever happened to me. Okay, I'm just gonna go with a recent one because it's the one I can think yeah, of right now. So I live in a mortuary. Above okay. one. Okay. Well,
0: that that can be it if you want it. <laughs> can
2: I call you Veda? It's- <laughs> i don't get that reference my girl (sighs) just watch my girl
0: be prepared to cry cry
2: okay (laughs) oh i love crying so that will be on my list (laughs) um so okay i live above the mortuary favorite place i've ever lived um but I'm pretty sure there's a ghost living in my uh-uh. kitchen because one time I was in there. It's a friendly ghost. Okay, so I'm no not worry. worried. Um, <laughs> it's I was in my kitchen one time with my, we have an iPad and I had it sitting next to me and I was talking, I was not talking. Nothing was playing on my phone. Nothing was playing on my TV. Like Joey was all the way back in our room back here. And I accidentally like hit Siri with my thumb, but no noise is happening. And on the screen pops up, how do I get Shut back Shut up. To no. Shit, you not. Ooh. That gave me chills. Me too. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> Every time I think about it. And I was just like, excuse me? When did you <laughs> <did Stevie laughs> begin to start talking to ghosts?
0: Right. Who knew? Maybe that was no, the last thing. I think it update. picked up
2: on some noise I couldn't hear with my human right. ears.
0: From a ghost.
2: So, I believe I have a friendly ghost living Well, that's fine, then. That's fine. Yeah. As long
0: as it's not that a, you know, a good, mean ghost. Listen, that's what I'm afraid of. I don't That's like good that.
1: timing. It's getting into Halloween. Right.
0: Yeah. That was a good, you yeah. picked a good, weird one. All right. Thanks. Last, okay, last wheel question. What is your go-to karaoke song?
2: I... Have honestly never done karaoke.
0: I've never done karaoke in public.
2: We Just have, in we both
1: my have house. We have karaoke in our homes.
2: <laughs> oh, see, that's the way yeah. to do it. Okay, if I had to yes. choose one, though, I think now, after this year. So my sister is, like, obsessed with Hamilton because she's so much cooler than me Yes, yeah, so good <laughs> um but anyways so I finally watched it this year and so I've been listening to it non-stop for like the last two months <laughs> non <Nonstop>. so
0: good <laughs> it's so good
2: um I think I would try and do "Satisfying." <laughs> I know all the words to it and I've I love singing. I wish it, we could describe
0: her face right now. I know. She looks
2: so happy. She's
0: like, "I would do it." We we'll just do <laughs> she it. She does.
2: <laughs> yeah. You guys, it's like it brings me so much joy. I have so much fun singing that song. I don't know it, why.
1: I think the greatest thing about Hamilton for me is that every time I listen or watch it, I hear something different. There's a there's a new lyric or a new word that I hear that I'm like, ooh, it's so great. It,
0: like, yeah. oh it's so good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's
2: I would say the same, but I have been listening to it like literally straight through for two months. <laughs> Nothing like, like, is
0: new. <laughs> My boyfriend no. My boyfriend Everything. was
2: like, Yeah, this is pretty cool the first time we watched it. And now he's like, God damn it, Lauren, I have Hamilton stuck in my head and I do not want to. Can we please it's watch funny something it's, else? Yeah. My husband says, It's the first time.
1: Sorry,
2: go ahead. No, no go ahead. Oh, I was just, just going to say, It's the first time that since we've been dating that I've discovered a new musical to love because like, I was obsessed with Phantom of the Opera and high school musical, of course, <laughs> when I was in high school. So he's never experienced the Lauren discovers a new oh, musical shit. Lauren, and that was a true test for our relationship. But we're You're gonna, good now. We're gonna make it, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah. My husband texts me and either says, "God damn it, you got Harry Styles in my head," or <laughs> I think last week he said, "I started singing WAP." Oh God. <laughs> it's like,
0: well, listen, that's okay. It's okay it's you fantastic. can sing
2: it. Yeah. If that's what you have to complain about, right. it's not too Correct. Bad, huh?
0: like oh Correct. so I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> you have to sing, <laughs> sing a song about pussy.
2: Sorry, yeah. not sorry. Right. Get over it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, I'm like, sorry, Joey, for exposing you to this extra. I know. I'm like, what
0: are you gonna why? Why does <laughs> it matter? <laughs> Get to it. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. So we want to thank you for coming on and talking with us. Um and I want to share your Instagram again. It's Dietitian Lauren and your website is nutritionwithlauren.com. Is that right? Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. And just in case Dietitian is spelled with a T and not okay. a C.
0: <laughs> we will make sure. That's a very common misconception. We'll make sure so. <laughs> we get it right. And because we'll post it on all of our stuff so that people can just go oh, to it sure. <clears throat> once we record. Um, and we also want to talk about racestexas.org. It's R A I C E S T E xas.org um, <laughs> Sorry, it's a podcast dog again. He's eh, being an idiot. And also, ours, we have Twitter and Instagram. It's at T-L-A-L podcast. And we have email at T-L-A-L-P cast at Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this dog is pushing on me really hard. He just loves you. (laughs) Alright, so, here's to ladies.
1: Let's start listening to what they have to say.
0: Goodbye! Bye. Bye!